Welcome back. You've landed on season two of the 3% podcast. A lot of stuff has happened since last time we talked to you guys. We give you some updates before we get into our topic. But I'd like to remind you, I'm Dr. Tasani Watson. Hi, I'm Dr. Rochelle Sharkey. Dr. Cortez Lewis. And I'm Dr. Adesola for day. And as you can see, before we go any further, we all dripped up and draped out in our new merch, our 3% merch. Everybody show your merch off, show your clothes off. <laughs> show the body off. That. Yeah, body, body, body <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So you clearly see we got different colors. We got the 3% merch. We got it in mugs. We got it in hats. We got it in sweatshirts. We got it in t-shirts, different colors. And we also got the Future Black Doc shirt as well, which is the one I'm representing today. But you already know, hit the link in our bio to get more information about that. Support us, man. Support support the call. Support the podcast. If you are black and I've come to school, you need to support us. We need your support. You know what I'm saying? You represent what we are doing for you. We are doing this for you. Uh, and we are reliving and retelling the stuff that we've been through and we are currently going through now things that we're facing all the time to enlighten you. So, hey, support us. And before I go any further, Dr. Lewis has a, a, a very unique background. Look like you're in a different going? location than your usual place. What you got going on? Hey, y'all see it. That, that's the logo to my company. I did mention last episode or the last season that I was opening up my own private practice. Uh, it's been up and running since November the 1st of 2020, and we're now in January. So it's already been over two and a half months, and we're rolling. We're excited. Uh, like he said, support. It's all about support, getting the word out, and yeah, today was a good day, so I can't complain. We're so proud of Dr. Lewis. That's an amazing, amazing accomplishment. I wish him nothing but success. So if you're in Melbourne, Florida, make sure to check him out. He's an awesome doctor and an awesome entrepreneur. So yeah, 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 yeah. I told him everything he knows. He cool. We ain't going to give him too much credit now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Hey, you're going to be calling me next, though. Hey, hey, you're going to be calling me. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic. So, are we real doctors? All right. That's a question that we get from patients. That's a question we get from family members. And it's something I really want to talk about how optometrists fit into the medical profession. There's lots of different types of eye care professionals. So, there are opticians, the people who help dispense your glasses. There are optometrists, who are the primary care doctors for the eye. And there are ophthalmologists, who are the doctors who do surgeries like LASIK surgery, cataract surgery, stuff like that. So we're going to get a little bit more into that to make sure we dispel any myths or um, preconceived notions or anything that we can just clarify for you guys today. So I'm going to open the floor. So whoever wants to get started, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Let's. I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I mean, this is how I feel. Let's let's just get into it. The way I feel is optometry, right? Optometrists. We are the primary care physician for the eyes. We are your one-stop shop for everything that you need, okay? Now, do we, we, we bridge optom ophthalmology and we bridge optician, right? And an optician is somebody who deals with your lenses and deals with the cutting and the labbing and all these things that we do when we send your glasses off to get actually created. They deal with that stuff. They're not doctors. They can't do, you know, they can't do what we do, right? Um, but we, we deal directly with them as well, and we deal directly with ophthalmology. Ophthalmologists are basically the eye surgeons of the eye. They do all the 
cataracts and LASIKs and a lot of fun stuff, a lot of cool stuff. I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hating on them a little bit. It's kind of cool what they do. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? But they had to go to, to school a long time to get to where they are. A little are. bit longer than we did. A little right. bit longer. A lot longer than we did. Right. So, yeah. So, so we bridged that. We, we, we are the, the middle man, I guess you could say, to, mm -hmm. to that right there, right? So when a patient will come see us, we will then triage or we will tell and direct the patient what to do after we've already evaluated them thoroughly. So when we're talking about, are we real doctors? Well, we are actually the, the, the primary when it comes to the eyes in general, because we got to learn not just what the ophthalmologists learn, not necessarily their equipments that they use, but all the disease that they learn. And we still got to learn all the optics and all the physics that goes into being an optician as well. So we are pretty much the blend of, of both of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, th this is how I feel about what y'all think. I mean, I feel there's like a lot of misinformation when it comes to what we do. Because oftentimes I'll go through, hi, I'm Dr. Sharkey. Hi, this yeah. is what's going on with your eyes. You have myopia. You, you know, you have a little astigmatism. In the back of your eyes, I don't see any diabetic change. I may spill out all this stuff that was going on in this eye. And then the last thing, you have any more questions for me? Um, so I'm about to see the, the doctor now. Mm -hmm. Well, what? <laughs> I have a white coat on. Like, I, like sometimes I'll literally be like, um, and not to, you know, I, I'll try to kind of put them in perspective and not like bashing, like, you really just asked me that. But no, did you really just ask me that? Um, I'm like, you, you see, I got a white coat on, right? Like, clearly, clearly. And I'm pretty sure you introduced yourself <laughs> as Dr. Sharkey. Right, when and you I clearly first just diagnosed and gave you everything. So you will run into stuff like this. And, you mm -hmm. know, I think, especially with the type of field we're in, I mean, a lot of us are in this corporate setting, and there's so much big companies that are pushing out money just okay, we're going to get as many sales. And they may look at you being in a Walmart or America's Best or any of these big company stores, and they're like, well, they're not in a medical office. So clearly they're not a medical doctor or, you know, some form of a physician that is helping treat me. Or I'll also get, well, I didn't know that you guys did all this. I thought mm -hmm. you just did glasses and contacts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people don't know, like Sola said, that we are really the primary care doctors of the eye. Like, there's so much disease that you can see by just looking into the eyes. Um, and that's a big thing with, you know, um, our patient base is yeah. we need to spread that awareness. And, you know. For me, like, and, and I mean, I actually got into optometry for the disease. Like, I mean, I hate, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to have to say it, but if I don't have to do another contact lens fit, I'm okay because I actually would love to just do nothing but the <laughs> disease part, right? Like I see myself as actually a real good clinician when it comes to actually learning because of my background and my training uh, at Baskin Palmer. So for me, I would love nothing more than to be nothing but like an actual physician treating and diagnosing, you know, filling prescriptions and doing all these things. But a lot of people just don't know that that's really, we do all that stuff. They really do feel like you just give me my glasses in context and then I go for all my other needs and all my other things. And I right. hate that that happens and I wish that we could change the way yeah. uh, we are perceived yeah. and viewed in the community uh, right. about you know what we actually provide and the service that we can offer to people. Because mm -hmm. they'll yeah, be in the room. I actually, and then... 
I actually want to hop in on that real quick. Yeah. Uh, it's even a difference in between if you're a corporate optometrist versus a private optometrist. There is a different yeah. perception even with that because I've been in the corporate setting and I still kind of am in certain aspects. Yeah. And you'll see the patient, you'll get through the entire exam, and then they'll say something like, oh, um, well, my real doctor at his practice, he did it this way. Yeah. Or my, my real optometrist. And I'm thinking, like, hold on, I'm an optometrist too. He or she is also an optometrist. Right, don't be downplaying my OD. <laughs> exactly. You see the same OD that you see behind We went to the right, same schools. It's right. same. <laughs> yeah, it's the path that we took. Some do private, some do MBOD, yeah. some do corporate. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We went through the same schooling. Some of us did residencies a little extra yeah. year or so, but at the end of the day, OD is OD. So uh, that client probably annoys me the most. Uh, or when I've done the entire exam and get asked, so when's the doctor coming in? Well, right. when I walked in, I introduced myself as Dr. Lewis. So when you get through the whole exam, refraction, I'm looking behind the eye, I've done all this, we're getting ready to check you out. Or when's the doctor coming in is it, not what I'm trying to hear. So that's so, what I say. Right. So right. do you feel a white coat is necessary then? Because that's kind of how, why I feel I need to wear a white coat because even though you know i could come in with scrubs and all that um you again you you could see you could say i'm doctor such and such and you'll still run into the same thing but at least if i have this extra thing over me they're like okay i see now that she you know it's all about image and again with perception i actually i hate wearing my white coat so i never wear it i haven't really worn it much even since we graduated so I'm typically, uh, I'm dressed up nice, or I'm in my scrubs. My scrubs will have my credentials written on it, or whatever you want to say, but it still doesn't get, even you've experienced it. You've had but they can't see, on. remember, they, they can't see, they might not see that badge. I don't think the white coat matters. I don't think the white coat don't matter because, the white coat don't matter because at the end of the day, like, when patients, they, and I mean, and I should wear mine just to kind of give me some added, you know, some added up. Uh, you know, uh, to, to kind of build the reputation of it. But at the end of the day, people are always going to um, judge you based on what you look like. So I'm always judged on, I mean, <laughs> literally a patient told me yesterday, like, oh, you're the doctor. I thought you were a patient. Or the I, thought you were one of, <laughs> I thought you were a patient. Like, they, no, because I was wearing my, because I, I, I dress in regular clothes when I go to work. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I do have my, you know, my, 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 uh, my polos with my credentials on as well. But at the end of the day, I mean, I come in and I'm just kind of chill. I don't wear my white coat, uh, whether I said, which could be, you know, a little bit of an issue. But at the end of the day, what, what do people see when they see, you know, big, you know, six foot big black dude? What are they gonna think? They're not gonna think that. Oh, yeah, that's the guy, you know. So these things happen, man. You know what I'm saying? So is it necessary? Not necessarily, but at the end of the day, does it help? I mean, it, it could. You know what I'm saying? I think it could. Uh, but I think it, it goes down to like, do you care that much that they they don't recognize you as a doctor once you you know what I'm saying and I think that it came to a point for me where I'm just like look I, I get you have to learn I guess to be really secure in it enough mm -hmm. to understand that just a lot of people are going to be a little bit more ignorant to it and they're not going to always realize um that doctors can look like all of us here you know what I'm saying right. and it takes time for them to kind of catch on the wave because just being um young is one thing but them actually looking at us and saying, oh, wow, like, oh, you're, oh, oh, you're the doctor. Oh, I thought I was seeing someone after you. 
It's like, no, 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 I, I actually am the, the person. It's me. I am him. I'm Himothy. Himothy. That's me. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? She is me. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. the <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, like my name's on the door and people still question. But I guess we also want to like bring the conversation back to what people should come in to see us for so they don't feel so confused as to which doctor they see for what. So like if you have a corneal abrasion, that's us. You need glasses or contacts, that's us. If you have glaucoma, that's also us. If you have dry eye, that's also us. If you have diabetes, that's also us. If you have cataracts, you want to come see us first so we can tell you who to go to because not all ophthalmologists do cataract surgery. Like we still need to help guide you to the specialist that you need. If you just call ophthalmology office, most times they're not going to see you because you still and need a referral, referral from somebody. And even yeah. a referral from your primary care doctor, it might not be to the right type of ophthalmologist. And they're just going to bounce you around through a big practice and possibly waste a lot of your time. So you're yeah. a lot more beneficial if you come to an optometrist first so you can be guided in the right direction and right. have a lot more hand-holding as to what's wrong with you. Because right. we see, some of us see a lot of patients, but not all optometrists see as many patients ophthalmologists do. So we have more time to actually tell you what's wrong, why you're having this treatment and why you need it instead of just doing something and on to the next right. person. That's another good thing to talk about. Well, and I, I think would, you, bring I up, say, you bring up a good point. And you bring would, up a good point because um, you, you bring up a good point because I don't know how many patients have come in after going to either the urgent care or the ER or whatever with the wrong diagnosis, with the wrong treatment methods, wrong everything and we have to sit here and say they gave you that for this You're, they told you to take this with what you have uh <laughs> you, you 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 gotta you gotta uh they sent you home you with gotta, prepare cane and no, no, said no, use it no, listen, as needed? no listen no listen they got a sty they got a sty on the outside but they told them to take tobermycin for i'm like hold on hold on, who told you to do this? And so realizing, like, see, there's a lot of that misinformation. Like, you, you're using yeah. the wrong things. for, And they don't know because they're just doing what they think they know a lot of times. A lot of times they don't really understand it. Um, the rule of thumb is if you have anything going on with your eyes, always come see an optometrist. That, that is the rule of thumb. We will take care of whatever first. it is first. Yeah. Now, if your eye is falling out, you might want to just go to the ER because I mean I can't put but at the end of the day hey if you want to come see me and patronize me that's fine I'm going to send you on to the ER I'm going to send you on yeah. over there but but the rule of thumb is like hey what does the optometrist have to say about it because they're the ones who are thoroughly thoroughly versed when it comes to all things with the eye and my glasses and my everything right mm -hmm. so yeah I wanted to add that we're like your quarterback Right? So we're a quarterback. So we take care of everything. You go see your primary care doctor every year. You don't go there yeah. because you're sick. You don't go there just because there's a problem. You go there to make sure everything is being checked everything up on every do. year to exactly. prevent any problems. Same thing. Right. You go to your optometrist every year to make sure that everything is getting checked on to prevent any problems. Not right. because you just slept in your contacts you've had for three years. No. Right. Every <laughs> single year you come in to get your oh, eyes checked, prescriptions updated. <laughs> And to see if there's anything else going on that you need to be sent to a further specialist or just like your primary care doctor can send you to an allergist or your primary care doctor can send you to a cardiologist. Same thing. Your optometrist can do the same things if they see something that requires that type of referral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Cortez, you want to add something? Yeah, I would probably say that the biggest, the biggest thing that's been an ongoing issue for optometry 
is education. So uh, about a couple months ago, I had been working at this one location and I'm seeing patients, they got the receptions at the front and she literally asked me, she's like, are you an optometrist or an ophthalmologist? I'm like, well, I've been here and as an optometrist for over three, four months working with you every week. <laughs> and you asked me, am I an optometrist or an ophthalmologist? And I'm like, this is the receptionist. You working with she me. She should know better. And you didn't know. So if the yeah. receptionist don't know, how do you expect the patients walk in the door to really understand right. what's going on? But it goes on? beyond. It can it it can even go beyond that. It goes into even just the medical profession as a whole. There'll be times you'll see your primary care physician or you know anyone and i'm like yeah i'm an optometrist and they're like oh, how many how much school do you have to go to for that like and when i say <laughs> eight years right. um right. you can you know of course do a residency after and they're like what i didn't know optometry was that much school and like so there's yeah. a lot of even misinformation about it in the medical field you know, um, even how we're viewed in the medical field. Like we said, there's all these different categories. You have the ophthalmologists, us, and then opti opticians. And, you know, you know, oftentimes we get all clustered in and then everyone's like, oh, well, it's just all ophthalmologists. They're the real eye doctors. Like the optometrists, they're just, they're there. They do the contacts. They fit, uh, you know, do the refractions. But this whole inferiority complex, you know, where do we fit in in the medical profession? You know, that's oftentimes a big issue of what we're bringing up now is, are we really real doctors when it comes to how we're viewed in the medical field? What do y'all think? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think, I think it's like how, like some people really, really, you know, it, I, I hate to say it guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate to say it. Don't lie on us now. I just, I, I, I'm trying to man, be good about it, but this is the thing, guys, like, this is the thing about optometry, like, you know, I feel like we are, people do respect and recognize us as that, but I think that with the way it is nowadays, optometry has become uh, a little bit more, uh, it's, it's been so much more about the revenue and the business side of it than it has really the patient care. So now a lot of the patients aren't really coming to see it. They don't have their one eye doctor. A lot of them do, but a lot of nowadays, there's so many different uh, companies that come out that make it hard for you to get your traditional patient that would come see you every year, bring their family, you know, claim you as their eye doctor. Now it's just, hey, look, I don't care if you're Casper the ghost. If you can give me a prescription, I'm going on Zenny. I'm make going sure on Warby Parker. Get the, hey, can I get the PD? Cause uh, and they, they make the sure they gonna get that. They PD. make sure. Hey, look, there's this little sure thing they be asking me online about like a pupillary distance. Can I get that? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What's you that, can go. that one thing I need on that website? I know I need yeah, that they, one little. What's that little thing that they need? <laughs> I say, yeah, yeah. They they gonna get that to you in the front. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry about. We'll it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So they're gonna take that prescription and they're gonna go to Warby Parker. They're gonna go to Zenny Optical or any uh, you know. Uh, frame okay. selection choice of their of their of their choice of their liking, and 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 they're gonna leave a lot of us private practices and a lot of us other companies. They're gonna leave us in the dust, and and unfortunately, that's just the where optometry has come to. So, are we still respected and recognized? Yeah, of course. But I do think it's it's changed. The game has changed. It ain't yeah. what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? So, I can see how people look at us like, oh, hold on, what do you do again? Like, how do y'all like? What is 
like you know and, and it gets kind of misconstrued because it's like all you see is all these other things that are you know all these other companies that make it skew what we used to do and now we've just been kind of reduced to just like prescription spitters we just spit out prescriptions for people it don't care if it's joe smoke nobody cares who it is anymore it could be you don't it doesn't matter no more give me what i need and then let me move on and do what i need to do and i think that just kind of it, it just it just doesn't it doesn't create the the, the kind of prestige you want as a profession you want to be held to a super high standard like the dentist like the 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 like you know all these other professions you want to be held mm -hmm. to that standard so i think we need to do a little bit better yeah and i'm gonna piggyback off of that but also goes into not all optometrists practice like to the full scope of optometry that we're taught like in school we're taught how to do so much stuff but most yes. optometrists just don't and could be for a very variety of reasons yeah. they forgot they don't have time that's just not their focus so there's on one hand, there's some optometrists that just spit out prescriptions. And then on the other hand, there's a bunch of optometrists who do everything the ophthalmologists do except for the <laughs> surgery. So it's kind of just like, that's why I feel like there's such a misconception of what optometrists do because the scope of it is so broad. And yeah. some patients, like I have patients come see me like, oh, my doctor never did that. Or like, I didn't know you could do that. And I'm just thinking I'm doing a regular exam I do on everybody, but it's like, mm special to them like no one's ever done that for them before and so that's where the misconceptions come in they're like well if you're an optometrist another person I saw was optometrist too like why didn't they do that or should mm -hmm. I expect that from the next optometrist I go to and so that's another problem when it comes into are we real doctors I mean yeah we are but most other professions everyone does the same thing like if you're yeah, a dentist that, you're a dentist all dentists do the same thing yeah let me let me let me let me uh because I'm gonna add to that like Let's give people like a few things that like, I mean, a few specialties that they probably didn't know optometry does. Like, and I'll start, right? So sports vision is something that's actually very lucrative. That's something that people are doing. That's something that I want to actually get into where it's incorporating vision training, visual training um, with, with, with a lot of uh, athletic and sport exercises to increase your reaction time, to help you be more efficient with the ways your eyes are tracking and moving when it comes to certain objects and how your cicadic movements, the way that your eyes move, how fast they can move. All these little things that you actually improve on, these are things that a lot of these big time athletes are doing, but things that they learn from us, things that this is what we've trained to do. We know how those systems work, we know how it works. And there are optometrists like us who specialize in those things, right? What are some other things that people probably don't realize that we specialize in? that they can go see an optometrist for. So piggyback on that, so another thing that optometrists do is neurorehabilitation. So people mm. who've had concussions, Perfect. strokes, athletes, yeah. again, who yeah. like football players, right? Like been hit in the head, fall multiple times. Like an optometrist is somebody who would actually help treat that, get your balance back, get your coordination yeah. back. We're trying to do that in school. That's also something that most people don't know. Yeah. And going into even just school and how kids learn in school, oftentimes you may just think a kid is just reading slow because they're not, they're just, they're just not getting it. But it very well could be going time back into what Sol is talking about with sports vision, how your eyes are moving, how you're tracking. You know, there's a lot of vision therapy needs that uh, mm -hmm. we can offer and help help guide kids to focus better, to use their eyes and muscles a lot easier so that they can do well in school and, you know, um, improve. So 
I, I agree with vision therapy. I'm really big on like making sure that in that critical period of development for a kid, making sure that they have an eye turn amblyopia. Can we patch it? Can we get them a good pair of glasses to make them see better so they can get out of that stage right. so that they can be more successful in life with jobs and careers and things like that? Another big thing is uh, low vision therapy. People don't think about yeah. low vision therapy, but there are a lot of people who have terminal conditions like end-stage glaucoma, diabetes, severe macular degeneration. And now we're talking about what devices can we give them to still make their world functional, to still be able to do their everyday tasks without feeling limited by their condition. So vision therapy is a thing. The lighthouse, there's so many different things out there that if you have an elderly person in your family that needs that assistant, you know they had this condition forever and now they don't have the vision they used to have, what other things can we do to help them out? And that is part of it, uh, vision yeah. therapy and low vision aids. Yeah, and, Or even you know, going down to just like, go ahead. I got you No, off. I I wanted to add to, to, to his, because lately here I've been having this question because you were talking about low vision, which is a huge, I'm talking about such a huge and lucrative specialty in optometry. People just don't understand, sleep on it because a lot of the low vision patients are going to tend to be uh, more geriatric. Um, you know, not all the time, but a lot of them are going to be geriatric. Um, but oftentimes you have a lot of conditions that, that you're not geriatric, you're young, you deal with certain things like an RP patient or different patients that really have conditions that plague them at a young age. And then they become a low vid, like a low vision patient. And they're using that because what low vision really is guys is like, you know, um, and for those who, 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 who don't know, and for those who do know, like, you, you know, the type of, um, instruments that people are using to see are out of this world. I mean, the things that they've come up with to help you drive, you know, even like, uh, even recently I've had conversations about like, um, what, what it is like when, when someone says I'm legally blind and what does that actually mean? Cause everybody comes into my office and says, I'm blind. I'm legally blind. Right. I can't see nothing. I, da, 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 da. <sighs> If you're visually <laughs> impaired, because there's two, right? Because there's two, you can be visually impaired. These are all uh, legal terms here. You can be visually impaired. You could be um, uh, legally legally blind, right? If you're visually impaired, that's actually a little bit better than being legally blind, right? Visually impaired, you have, I don't, depending on the state you're in, they have their own requirements. But if you're legally blind, it, I mean, it legitimately means that, I mean, you're, you're really going to have to be on disability, right? These, you're mm -hmm. going to have to be a real low vision. In order for you to live and sustain a functional life, you're going to need instruments, magnify, like these are things. But we do all that stuff is the point I'm trying to make is we do all that. We know all that because that taps into our optician side where it deals with the lenses and all these other things. But then it could also tap into our medical side where, we learned about all the diseases and stuff too. So I just wanted to kind of hit that point because lately we've been getting a lot of that, but it's important to, to hit like, wow, these specialties are important. So people start mm -hmm. to put some respect on my name out here. You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all be sleeping on what we be doing. You're <laughs> right. And I'm gonna throw one more thing out there. Lashes. We take care of people's lashes too. So all my patients, my women mm -hmm. who have lash extensions, they're very pretty. I agree. However, we do have instruments that can deep clean your eyelashes, eyelid margins, so you don't get infections, irritation, redness, puffiness. That's something you come see your optometrist for, not your primary care doctor, not your esthetician. Hey. 
that needs medical treatment, medical grade cleaning. It's really important. Hey, what's that? uh, What's that emoji with the eyes like this to the side, like? Like this. It's very important. When I see That's some like of these lashes, oh, yeah. hey, <laughs> some of these lashes y'all be putting on now, hey now, you know I see it up and close now. I see everything up close. right. Hey, yeah, and I have hey, a lot of patients. Like, do you me... see like I have mites in my lashes, or like I have yeah, a giant dad. bump on my eyelid? What's that from? Yeah, it's from your lashes. That's because you were never taught how to properly clean them. Like, if you're getting lashes on a regular basis, you should be seeing your optometrist on a regular basis. That is essential yeah, I'll be letting a lot so those of lashes are the best because... way to like damage your eyes if not done properly you're not cared for mm, i'll be letting a lot of y'all make it now because hey, that was just my psa i had to throw that out <laughs> this, this stuff is, yeah. it's not it's not it's not hygienic some of the stuff i've seen it's not hygienic <laughs> at all be ashamed of, some of you should be ashamed of yourself how y'all be but i ain't gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna give you the eyes like this i ain't gonna go there <laughs> But no, yeah, now they know going. better. If you know better, you do better. If you don't know, you don't know. But now you know, so no excuses. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. <laughs> and I even think uh, right. going back to Go ahead. what we originally talked about, um, as far as probably what hurts me the most is if I'm in the office and I hear a receptionist answer the phone and I hear the conversation back and forth and they're like, oh, no, we, we don't do that here. That's ophthalmology. And I get out, get off the phone. I'm like, "What did the patient need? What was the concern? Oh, they had a bump on the lid. Oh, the eye was a little red. Mm. That's optometry. Mm. Like, why would you come here to see me so that we can take care of that? You don't have to send them all over the place when there's something we can handle. Oh, right. well, the other doctor doesn't want to do it because, in corporate settings, it's more about the bottom line, glasses, mm-hmm. contact, getting them in and out. And if mm-hmm. you see a bunch of patients." A doctor that really knows that he can treat or manage a patient is not going to be wanting to do it in certain practice demographics. So yeah. that's using your corporate setting. So I'm like, well, I would have saw that patient, but in my mind, that's just what I should do as an optometrist. In their mind, they're trying to answer the phone. Ah, oh, that seems complicated. If it's not about glass and contacts or routine check for eyes, then that's ophthalmology. But really, it's not ophthalmology. It's a simple, you know, but. Yeah, as someone who's worked in ophthalmology, like a lot of ophthalmologists, they do rely on optometry for comprehensive routine right. eye care. They don't want to do routine from? eye care. Like Where the they referrals get the referrals from? from us. They come from us. Right. Like, ophthalmology get their referrals from us. So like a cataract surgeon wants to do cataract surgery. Done. Glaucoma doctor I'll, wants to do glaucoma surgery. What are you going to say? You think ophthalmology uh, respects us as a profession? They respect certain doctors, not all, I'm gonna be honest. I think they respect the ones they know well. They don't respect all. We're just like the we're just like the little we're just like the little brother. We yeah. we we're we're like the little brother in their eyes, right? Now we, we know what we do. We all have we're, our we're, part. we're solid. We yeah, all we're, serve we're our solid part in what in we the do. big in the big picture, we all serve our part in what we contribute to the patient's needs because without our referral if it's necessary to send to an ophthalmologist they would not have that co-management there so you know um, it's definitely necessary but there are like Sasani said unfortunately and that's just again with the profession as a whole it's you are going to get that kind of less respect just because we're not Mm -hmm. at this 
higher. We're not MDs and, you know, you know, but we claim we claim to be the eye doctor, which is a slight on indictment but, on them, which is how they feel. I think I'm speaking on, you know, on behalf of them. I don't, you know, I know a lot of them, but I don't, they'll probably come at me and say, hey, don't speak for me. But I, I just think that's what it is. It's like, hey, don't call yourself the eye doctor. We're actually the eye doctors, whereas it's like, no, actually, we're actually the eye doctors. You're, but, um, the reason why I brought we're that up was because doctors. I thought about, it, 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 thank you, we're both our doctors. That's just the fact of the matter. Yeah, and there's, there's no role, competition. We two different things. Two different entities. Because like, you can't do what I do, and do I can't this. do what you do. I can't do what you do, you can't do what I do. You, know, you can't give a contact link script, I can't do a cataract surgery. So it is what it is. But the, I will say this, the reason why I brought that up was because the, a lot of that, that attitude sometimes is there because even I think... <laughs> I think the promo video we're going to throw after this is going to be one of the ones where I think you see a med student talking like, oh, let me guess, you went to optometry school? Is that even a real thing? Is that even a diss? Well, how many years did you go to school? And then, and, he, and he comes with it with this attitude like, like y'all are a joke, basically. Like, y'all are a big yeah. joke. Y'all ain't really about nothing. And I think that that, that sometimes permeates, I think, yeah. you know, um, sometimes in ophthalmology, um, you know. But it, it's cool, you know. We, we do what we do. And, you know, we, we, we got to stay solid regardless. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, and you go back to optometry school, a lot of what we were doing, I mean, we were in an actual interdisciplinary school being at Nova. So in the first two years of school, we were taking classes right alongside the medical students and the dental yep. students. So, mm -hmm. you know, the training, of course, the, you know, some of the exams may have been a little different, but we were getting the same you know, the same education. Mm -hmm. Facts. So at the end of the day, yeah, we're doctors. There's, there's no taking that back. We definitely them are board, doctors. We're, let's, we gonna we talk take, about we take boards. boards. <laughs> we have the state licensing exams. We're in school mm. for eight plus years. Some residents train, some not. At the end of the day, if we get sued, we're being sued as a doctor. We're still held to the same standards as any other eye doctor. So we're doctors and no patient no one can really take that away from us. That's the degree that we earn and respect that we earn. I think that's it. Anything else to add? That's, that's it. We the OD. That's so it. We... That's a wrap. Yeah, man, that's a wrap. <laughs> that's, all, that's, hey, that's all she wrote. Hey, look. Y'all know what time it is, man. You know what it is. You know what we need you to do. We need you to do what? Like. Like. Share. Subscribe, right. whatever channel or media you are watching is on. Um, show some love, post some comments, do what you need to do. Ask Tell question. me what you think. Right. Yeah, ask questions. If you feel like you know, we on point, if you're an OD and you feel like we on point, then you know what it is. If you feel like yeah, you're an OD and you don't agree, put it in there. If you are a prospective OD, you are in school right now and you got questions, hit us up um, in the DM or whatever. Um, either way, reach out to us and stay tuned.